0: All Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. My name is Barry William Magadity, your host of this Freedom Series session for the Comeback Game podcast. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Jeff Moody. MD uh, is a board-certified UCLA-trained practitioner urologist and author of The Doctor Is Burned Out, A
1: Physician's Guide to Recovery. Jeff, welcome to the show today, mate. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Uh... I hope uh, things are well in, in uh, Western Australia. I'm actually in Indonesia. Things are things oh, are incredibly, nice. incredibly well
0: here and uh, I understand it's 4 a.m where you are so I'm grateful that you've uh,
1: you know managed to put yourself out a bit early to be on the show today. No worries. I, I am a, I'm a surgeon so we're up at a lot of odd hours so yeah, love that love that. And look
0: I'd love to I guess chat today. About the topic of burnout, uh, because although you've written the book for uh, you know physicians more so, it's something that that uh, many people, especially business owners and entrepreneurs who are watching this episode today, wherever they are in the world, uh, have will uh are experiencing yet something that uh i think often is we don't actually know when we're experiencing a period of burnout so if you're watching live today welcome to the show um please let us know you're watching by clicking like whether you're on youtube whether you're on facebook instagram and so forth roughly for my team's going to be feeding through your questions so make sure you uh ask any of those questions to myself or dr Jeff Moody as well. we we'll would be sure to get an answered and uh, yeah, show some support for the conversation this evening. But I guess like how do you transition from being a neurologist to writing your own book?
1: Like, like right. where... When like, the transition happen? Like, 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 yeah, yeah. like definitely not an author. I mean, I've written scientific papers and book chapters and things like that, but it's completely different. You know, the thing uh, we were chatting about before we, we went live is that one of the problems with burnout is I think the vast majority of people don't even realize they have it and it's very insidious. And same thing happened to me. You know, five years ago, I was completely burned out. And all I thought was I was just having a, a bad day every day for like a year. Uh, and yeah, then finally, you know... Yeah. I, I, you know, I would say, I can't be that smart, I'm a urologist, so it took me a while to figure it out. But um, finally, there were a few kind of key things that gave me the sign finally you know, that uh, things were not right. And so I, I learned a lot, I, I, I read a lot, I, I took a lot of action, um, and I got better. And so I, I was like, you know what, um, the, if I have to go through this, and you start looking at the statistics, more than probably 50% of physicians in the US are burned out. And that's fairly that's fairly static across the world as well. So I'm sure in Australia it's you know 30, 40, 50% plus of physicians are burned out. That if I went through all this, I'm like, good heavens, like let's let's at least write it down. And if one person can find some utility out of this, I'm like, then then, then you know I feel like you know, my job is done. I, I will help someone. And and so if we can help someone who's burned out, that was job one. Job two would be, let's maybe help prevent people if they are starting to think, you know, things are not right. I'm like, let's get them on the path before it gets bad. Um, the, and the bottom, bottom line for me is that one physician in the United States every day commits suicide. So I, I'm really, we're really trying to prevent that. That's my, that's my why.
0: Yeah, wow. Wow, that, that, that's huge. And I've certainly heard those statistics before. I'd be curious to kind of dive into um, understanding more around like what burnout is um, and also to what are some, some signs and symptoms. Like you mentioned before, you know, you're experiencing bad days and that went on for a year before you're like, hang on, there's, there's something else going on here. And, you know, I've, I've worked with hundreds and, and thousands of entrepreneurs across the world. And, you know, obviously been through a significant journey myself and there's certainly been times where I've had these prolonged periods and yeah. I've stopped to ask myself questions like, is this, is this depression? Like, you know, am I just making the wrong decisions? Am I doing the wrong thing in life? You know, like, and to be honest, even looking back, there was never a thought crossed, like, oh, maybe I'm burnout, maybe I just need some time off. Because for me, even holidays, holidays was me on a beach somewhere with a laptop,
1: listening to right. audio books, exactly. you know, like- letting Living it up, getting sand in my keyboard, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a holiday. So I guess I'd love to know like, what, what is, let's start with what is burnout? What do you believe burnout is?
1: Well, I mean, there, there's a psychological definition of it, but I think also you know this because you work with entrepreneurs. I think entrepreneurs are probably the most susceptible to it because they, they're they entrepreneurs, and I think you obviously are an entrepreneur. I feel like physicians if they're self-employed or entrepreneurs, but they're very driven um, and they're very goal- and success-oriented, and there's and sometimes, unless you set your own metric or your own off button, you just keep going. There, there's no there's no stopping point. There's no um, there's no level at which you like. Okay, the, I I I made it. There's always the next level. So, but the the psychiatric definition or psychological definition of burnout is um, loss of or a kind of emotional exhaustion, um, depersonalization, and lack of personal achievement. So those all, basically the the way I think of those is. Um, I don't care. I don't care about you, and I don't care that you wrote a good, bad Google review about me. So I think I think you kind of start to get almost. You don't have a, your bucket is empty, so to speak. You don't have anything left to give to someone else emotionally, and also there, I think there's a an element of uh, you become a little callous. You, you again with that loss of caring for others. Um, I like to add a couple other things but i think because i think that's what really feeds into burnout for people is i think there's an element of kind of hopelessness and powerlessness people think that there's nothing they can do and there and there's nothing that can change and so then they they feel like they become trapped in their situation um and then uh, burnout I, i think one of the issues with burnout is it's um it's very uh uh People present in different ways, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, some people will become um, angry, like me. I was kind of angry, frustrated when I became Bird. Some people will get depressed and sad uh, and blue. Some people just get quiet, they get very withdrawn. You know, they withdraw from all their favorite activities. Um, some people commit suicide. Um, sometimes that's the first sign. Uh, I know personally five physicians since I've been in, in our. Uh, area that have commit c- committed suicide two in the last year, um, so yeah, it's just yeah, unfortunately, uh, again, I think you get down that path a long way before people realize kind of what the problem is. Yeah,
0: what's interesting about what you've shared is the one thing you haven't mentioned is like people are tired.
1: Like, oh, yeah. So it's not, oh, yeah,
0: but 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 it's not like necessarily the sign is like oh I'm tired I just need some more sleep. Like it's showing it's showing up more. <laughs> Psychological things that's, that can have us really questioning, like questioning other aspects outside of the fact that we're just burnt out. It can have right. us questioning, like, are we in the right role? Are we right. doing the right job? Are we worthy as a person? Like, it's 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 a psychological uh, minefield, so to speak, that it feels like it's
1: presented to us. Well, and, and that's a great point. Um I, I think when we start, when I start to talk to my clients about recovery from burnout, and I think of this more like Like almost an addiction, like recovery from an addiction. Not that anyone's addicted to burnout, but but this is a constant everyday. kind of process slash battle. It's not like, it's not a cure. It's not like you take a pill, and boom, well, I, I took my burnout, you know, cure pill and I'm done. No, this is, this is kind of a mindset and a shift in lifestyle and goals and those types of things. But I do think the physical and emotional uh, fatigue that people get is, is unbelievable. And then that becomes, I think, part of this downward spiral that people get into you. You're not sleeping well. So then your you know, your decision-making is poor. Um, you know, your nutrition is poor. You don't, exercise um and and then that just compounds and you feel worse the next day and worse the next day and and it again it becomes this downward spiral yeah yeah if you just joined us live uh welcome to the
0: show i'm here with uh dr jeff moody and we're speaking at all things burnout uh based on his new book that he's just uh recently written i think uh launched in a few days time is that right
1: yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday God. in America, uh, the 29th, um, and worldwide, obviously as well, it's available on Amazon. Um, the doctor is burned out: a physician's guide to recovery.
0: Yeah, so we're speaking of all things burnout and uh, how burnout can actually be the silent killer, not just within physicians, but also uh, often within entrepreneurs as well. Like that strive and that hustle to to forge our path and to make our own way can can have some significant uh, side effects. If you've got any questions. Uh, please make sure you put them into the chat wherever you are and we'll get them through here and we'll get them answered in just a moment. Um, Dr. Jeff, like I'm curious to know, like what are some signs that you're heading down that path? Because just hearing you speak more and more and more, I can look back at a number of times in my life and I'm like, shit, that was probably burnout. Yeah. Like a number of businesses where like I was angry, I was pissed off, nothing ever seemed to be right or good enough. I was super short tempered. I was depressed, not giving a shit about the world. Like I, I thought it was just, personal demons or struggles that I was going through. But looking back, like I I worked hard and I worked big hours and, you know, my, my businesses consumed me.
1: And and I do think, um, that where is where I think sometimes that's the mindset piece of this, where, um, you know the way I kind of conceptualize this in the book and, and in general is that like your life is essentially a box that either you constructed by your own design or was kind of constructed around you uh, based on some of the decisions you made or the agreements you said yes to or didn't say no to. Uh, so to speak. And so I feel like you know, the floor is kind of your, your historical experiences, your life experiences. The walls are your physical, your you know spiritual, social, financial, mental kind of mindset type things and your work environment. And then the ceiling can, is your limiting beliefs. And so kind of using that construct, I'm like, well, let's take the parts of your life that are causing those issues and fix those and then build yourself a box of your choosing and your design, not one that just kind of got constructed around you um, and it, it, it is it's it's a, it's a it's an insidious process and i think once you start making those changes it's and again because it's multifactorial it's like let's attack one thing at a time or if you if you can do it to attack three or four things at a time then you start having this upward spiral instead of the downward spiral that i think a lot of people get into with burnout but again you you sound like you're like me you're kind of like the angry you know frustrated um you know kind of uh burned out person that the hangry frustrated yeah (laughs) Yeah, Um,
0: hangry yeah it's really interesting like i'm just um a lot of different thought bubbles are popping off as you're sharing today as well because um, one thing you mentioned before, like my, my, internet did just cut out for a second, but I got the last part around, like, it felt like, you know, something being built around you versus you consciously building something. And I see that a lot with entrepreneurs that they go into business to create some form of life for themselves. They perceive is greater than what they've had, whether it's like financial freedom, whether it's time freedom, whether it's to be there more for their family, whether it's just to forge their own path and make their own decisions. Yet like so many of them, I reckon more than nine ninety five 95% of them. to a position where they end up unconsciously building themselves into a box they start taking on board any and every type of work and clientele to pay the bills and next minute you woke up one day and you realize this is not a business this is a fucking prison and i'm 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 doing a life sentence right now
1: right and you you've kind of like you've you've constructed this 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 business that now is like your full-time and more than you know double or triple full-time job and you and I think the, because entrepreneurs are so driven, they're like, I'll just work harder and then yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. And they're I, like, if I just, just do somewhere else, yeah, harder, yeah, it'll be better. And then surprisingly, you know, like six months later and a thousand hours later, it's not better. It's, it's just kind of more of, of what you had before, but worse. And, and so that's why I, I really, one, one of the things we kind of joke with our clients, but I'm like, you know, we're going to, the real secret is we're going to build, teach you how to build a new life. And the side effect is your burnout is going to get better. So like, it's, this isn't about like some magic thing to make your burnout better. This is making your life better, which then your burnout gets better. You know, it's, but you, you know, you gotta, you gotta start somewhere, I guess is the way we talk, talk about it. It's so funny because I, I would never say that
0: we've, um, we've prescribed our clients as being burnt out. Like often many come to us that are, that are in that trap we just spoke about. Right. Um, but one thing that we do is very much, there's a few things. Number one is um, what I've learned for myself, which I notice has worked time and time again now for our clients is the moment that I start to feel overwhelmed, which honestly is not a lot these days, but it was a lot. And I, and I found a way through, I would literally just write down everything that was in my head on a book, And I would close the book and I'd have the rest of the day off. I would spend the day in bed watching Netflix. I would go for a walk in nature. I would surf. I would walk away. Because in the past, I'd be like, I've got all these things to do. I'll just work more. I'll just work more. And I'd work till 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And sure enough, the list kept growing. Whereas what I found is that going through that approach I just spoke about, writing them down, taking off, coming back, I'm then so focused and so clear on prioritizing and realizing that half the stuff I was trying to get done was not actually moving me close to where I want to go. It was not actually moving me close to a, to a life or to a business of my dreams. It was simply keeping me busy, which I got confused with being productive.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, that, and I don't know how things are in Australia, but in America, when people are like, you see two people talking, to you, they're like, how you doing? Like, how, you know, how's it going? You're like, what's, you know, how you doing? And people used to say, I'm good. Now people say, I'm busy. Like, that's like the new good. And I, I, I've not really understood that, but I, 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 there, I think exactly that that mindset you're talking about, people are like, well, I'm busy, so therefore I must be the, doing the right thing. I'm like, well, hang on. One, one, of the, one of the exercises that I love to do with our, our clients is um, I know I'm being successful when? And yeah. then write down a list of like 10 or 15 things. And the thing that I love about that is like, A, you really know what's important to you and b once you have that list you're like okay i'm doing these 10 things I'm like i'm good like you can ignore everything else it is is a great filter for getting your activities down to the things that only really matter to you and yeah, then but you've got just- to you've got to you've got to break the status quo of being busy yeah. to get to that point of being productive yeah and, and then you just do the things that you know make you successful and you and say no or ignore everything else just I think you were probably doing that unconsciously with your your list writing and you're like whoo it was like a brain dump and you got rid of all the bad things then you're like well oh, I only have to do these six things you know and yeah, so, yeah and you know,
0: it's, I, I think as, as a human race
1: you know like we've we've
0: we've really pushed or been pushed into that immediate gratification. Like everything is instant, like everything you can get from your phone, like in, in, in a matter of minutes, I can order anything from anywhere in the world and have it shipped and delivered here to Indonesia. Uh, we've forgotten how to be present. We've forgotten how to be relaxed. And one thing that we really instill in our clients is to focus on progress over perfection, because I think most entrepreneurs, what kills their business and kills growth is trying to get things done perfectly. Yet the market is moving so quickly that if you wait till that product <laughs> is perfect before launching, you've probably launched too late. Like yeah, exactly. be okay to put it out there without its training rules on and see what breaks, see what falls over, see what happens. And, and that indicates what should be fixed rather than getting it perfect. Because often perfectly in our mind, like the clients won't even realize that extra level of, of, of service or, or quality or that that we put into it. So I think that focusing on progress over perfection can really help to eliminate this. And, and I want to come back to, um, there's a heap of questions here. I want to come back to, in a second of these questions, that point you mentioned about momentum. Cause that to me, like, like feeling like you're actually moving towards. Yeah. I want to, I want to come back to that. So let's just pin that there. Um, if you're watching us live, uh, welcome to the show, please hit the like button. Let us know you there, post your questions. And I've got a couple of questions here. Uh, Mike from Sydney. Hey Barry, currently digesting the vision mission values chapter of the path to freedom. Uh, if you haven't got your copy yet, make sure you do the path to freedom, the nine steps to build a highly profitable and purpose driven business that can work without you. Uh, question for Dr. Jeff, not necessarily about burnout asking about something interlinked with healthy visioning, but has he ever helped professionals moderate expectations about themselves and the career lifestyle they live in order to overcome burnout?
1: This is what we're talking about, right? That's a, that's a great question. Um, the thing I, I, I feel like, well, the, If you back this up about six steps, I think a lot of people, their lives are run by either the mental paradigms they have or by like the agreements they've made, either overt agreements like, yes, I will be a doctor or yes, I will marry this person, which you know, a lot of times that's a nice agreement. Um, But there are some of the agreements they may have said is like, well, I'll go live in this place where I don't want to live and work at this job that I don't want to work at for. 5 years to make enough money so then I can do what I want. Um I will um you know I will do I will live where my wife wants to live even though I despise that place. You know those are some of the agreements that you make. And then as far as the paradigms I think that run people's lives like um you know everybody in my family is a doctor so I'll be a doctor too even though I have no interest in that and I hate it. Um you know I you know I'm not a quitter. So even though I'm now through medical school, halfway through my six-year training program, and I despise every second of it, I'm not a quitter, so I'm going to finish and become a doctor that I can't stand. So those are all those are all mental, mental models or men, mental decisions, agreements, paradigms that then run your life. Um, and I think one of the things I work very hard on for me and we work very hard on for our clients is like, what do you want, what do you need, And is this what we're, what you're doing? Is that leading you to that, to those things? Um, Then you, once you have the, your why, then the how and the what become very easy. Um, But if, if, if you, if you, if your why is leading you in the wrong direction, you can run as fast as you want and you'll be going, you know, 180 degrees from where you want to be instead of where you need to be.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, really, really great point. And I remember that uh, Mark Mason's book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, there's oh, yeah. a bit, in there, there's a bit yeah. in there that really resonated for me. And and it's the, the only line I can really remember the whole book, but it's like, are your goals actually your goals? Yeah. Or, or are they somebody else's? Are they somebody else's? Are they society's goals? And I was like, <laughs> and I really had to question myself and I realized these are not my goals. These are what I think thought I should be chasing to be successful as an entrepreneur, to be successful as a business owner, to seek validation in the eyes of my parents. These are not my goals. And that was a game changer when I started to get clear of what do I want and why why do I actually want that?
1: And what do I need? And my, like, for me, my a paradigm that was running my life for the last, like the first 15 years before I became to live or not was I have to be the most productive partner in my practice. So everything was designed around like maximizing the amount of time I worked, you know, taking extra call, doing, you know, being the managing partner, running the business efficiently, you know, our practice efficiently, all these things. And finally I was like, wait a minute, you know, I work, you know here I am been working my butt off for 30 years. And finally I was like, you know what? I'm taking Fridays off. So I don't work on Friday anymore. And surprisingly, I'm about 95% as productive and my mental health and my wife and I both do it. She's a dermatologist and, and we're like, we should have done this like 15 years ago, you know? Okay. And, and you're not a bad person if you do that. But that was all a mental construct that like, I had to be the most productive partner. And you know, and that actually took me a while to come to that that conclusion and that discovery. So.
0: Yeah, I, I really want to. There's two more questions here. I really want to touch on again that momentum thing because this again builds on what you're saying and, and taking that first step to, to valuing yourself enough to make a decision for you. And it's like that first step, it's like the journey of a thousand miles starts to a single step. That first step has the potential and ability to create that uplift we're we'll talking about. It. I want to come back to it, but uh, the question from Keith from Melbourne. The question for Dr. Moody. If it's all right with him, outside healthcare, what are the professional uh, professions right now where he's finding professionals prone to
1: burnout and how have you advised them? Oh, that's it. That's yeah. I actually, I'm speaking to a group of, um, mortgage brokers. Um, so home lender mortgage brokers, because, um, I was talking to somebody, and and we were talking about this, and they said, "Will you come talk to our national association? Because 100% of mortgage brokers in the U.S. are burned out now because there's, you know, the interest rates are low, and there's there's been this weird kind of super high demand for housing in the U.S. right now for some reason, even though the economy is not great because of the virus." But um, but like and evidently the problem with for mortgage workers is they, they get paid like X amount for, for their their mortgages their, well, the services they provide but it's but it's very time intensive and so now the demand is super high but they're not really ma- it's not like they're making that much more money and they're just all burned out um, um, accountants are extremely burned out um, lawyers are extremely burned out. Um, uh, I think other, you know, kind of entrepreneurs slash professions have, have but in, if you look overall, 40% of workers in the U.S. are burned out, you know, up from 25% 10 years ago. Uh, my, it, I always tell people, it, people always ask me like, well, so Dr. Moody, how do you cure burnout? I'm like, well, A, you're not a cure, but if, if you, if you want three things, three things you can do. Number one, what is, define what is the thing in your life that makes your blood boil the most, okay? Write that down. Number two, think of one thing. Just make that, like I said, I'm a simple man. Think of one thing you can do to make that better, okay? Number three, put a deadline on it. Um, behavioral science research says if you put a deadline on something, it triples the chances that it will actually get done. And then I guess finally, number four, take action. Take the action that you said you were going to do in step two and do it and see what the result is. And and then again, that's where you start this momentum, getting back to momentum. It's like, once you see that improvement, then you're like, then I can do the next thing. So then you just start going down the list. For me, it was sleep. Like I was a horrible insomniac. I was sleeping like two or three hours a night. And so then every day was just this angry fog that I was in because I didn't get good sleep and I would make horrible decisions and I was frustrated. And, and so I worked really hard on getting a good sleep. And then I, felt better and had better nutrition mm-hmm. and then it felt like working out and I was a, a nicer person and then I made better decisions and so yeah. so again it's it, you have to and that's different for everybody I think that's the yeah. point whatever your thing is that's making you know the your blood blow the most that's what you have to start with yeah yeah
0: such such amazing advice and yeah for me too It it's you know there's, there's a few key things that if I do them somewhat regularly everything else is easy it's you know eating right Exercising regularly, sleeping, uh, and meditating, and even sleeping, I notice can go a bit by the wayside. But if I'm still exercising and eating healthy, and meditating, they kind of compensate one another. Yeah. But you know, when I reach for the phone in the morning, and the first thing I do is open my phone, check emails, which which is which is how it used to be, yeah. like that. That's the way I set my diet was. I find now it's like the way that I spend my first half an hour, hour, or two hours of my day sets the whole entire day up for me. It's like, am I am I, am I ruling over my day or my day is ruling over me? Am I going out there and making decisions to work on me and nourish me, or am I allowing the outside world to come in uh, right. and kind of deplete me of that? Right. Are, um, you, are you
1: being active or reactive? Yeah. You know
0: Outstanding, yeah, absolutely. Uh, another question about COVID. Sorry okay. if this sounds trite, but uh, has Dr. Chef ever encountered people who actually not only stopped worrying about COVID, but also found new areas for personal growth despite COVID. This is a
1: question so close to my heart. And also again, thanks Keith and uh, Mike for your previous questions. They're fantastic. So, um, you know, in America, there's some people who don't believe it's a hoax and, you know, they think it's not a real thing. And just because they don't know anyone who's had it. Um, two of my three kids have had it um, at college and, um, and it's definitely a real thing. I think it affects the physical effects are variable. So that's why it, you know the younger you are, the better you do. But when you start getting a little more senior, there's a higher chance of some significant issues. Um, I think what it's like any other significant event that occurs in your life. You can let it control your life or you can construct your life in a way that it's a part of your life, but it doesn't rule or dominate your life. You know, one thing that I did when this, this all started in March and April here in the US, um, I finally was like, you know what, I'm limiting my, my COVID news exposure to 10 minutes per day. I mean, uh, initially, you know, we'd sit there for hours at a time watching yeah. the news and it was just like, you know, stressed and, you know, things are going horribly and people are going to the ICU and, and all these things. And, and when I went started to go back to work, I was like, because I just happened to be off when it started to get bad and when it came back I was like wow I could get something that could kill me today at work and um you had had a little bit of fear but then as you kind of like figure out how to be safe and do those things then I'm like it's part of your life and and actually my book launch was scheduled for May and then we kind of like put it on hold uh, because of COVID and some other things but then uh, finally uh, my publisher and I were like you know what that like people are more burned actually studies show that the burnout rates have doubled or tripled, um, in medicine and lots of places. So you like, you have to get your book out. I'm like, you're right. You know, in spite of everything else. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, um, it's interesting what you've shared. And I think it's like this, you know, you go to Google and you Google, um, poverty, right? Google's going to return you X amount of search results from poverty. Right. If you go to Google and you Google abundance, Google's going to return you X amount of results on abundance. And the point I'm trying to make is both exist and they're always there. You know, COVID is is real. Like it is there and it is affecting. Like people are dying from, people are getting sick. Is it to the level that they're reporting on news? Maybe maybe not. Right. Regardless, it is there. I've had friends here in Bali who've had it. Bali's incredibly bad for it right now. Yet, you know, I'm still going to the gym. I'm still training. I'm still going to cafes. I'm still catching up with friends. Like. I've, I've chosen that I'm going to live my life regardless. And I remember when COVID first hit March, the decision I made is I'll come through this better. I'll come through this better financially, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And that was the decision that I made. And therefore that then shaped the reality in the way that I, that I, that I took it on board. It wasn't, I wasn't playing this like spiritual bias, which is like, oh, like I'm so spiritual COVID's not going to get me like that, that bullshit thinking right? The reality is it's there and it's good to be aware that it's there, but I'm not going to allow that to control my life nor
1: anything else that happens in the world. Right. You know, like, all, like All your responses and your decision making, all those things that, you know, and, and again, it, it's, I think if you acknowledge that there's risk and you take all the steps you can take personally to mitigate their risk, I'm like, it's like anything else. Like I could get, I could drive to work this morning and get hit by a bus. I mean, that, that risk is there every day for me as well. And so you, you do the things you can to mitigate that risk and live your life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and unfortunately, you know, I've
0: had friends or family that I've seen just paralyzed by the fear. Yeah. You know, I've, I've seen business owners that have been paralyzed by the, by the fear that now they haven't got businesses right now. Right. You know, I've seen others that have had every reason to have like given up and given in they've had their businesses shut down and they've chosen, this is not going to beat me. This is right. not going to go to the top of me. And, and because of that mentality, they've made different decisions and they've, they've forged new paths through this and have grown despite, despite uh, the pandemic, so to speak.
1: There there Um, were restaurants restaurants here in our town that that were, you know, restaurants were closed here for for many months um, except for takeout. And they pivoted to like 100% carryout takeout business. And they're more successful now than they were before. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Hopefully that answered your question. Um, And thank you so much, Branson. Dr. Moody, like, how can people connect in or get a copy of your book when it releases? Um, is there anything you, else you feel to share about the book?
1: Um, well, I mean, the thing—the thing I love about the book is, you know, uh, um, well, I think another little side issue with burnout is people don't want to acknowledge that they're burned out, and especially for physicians, like, we can't—we can't be human. We can't, um, you know say that we may have a problem. So the thing I like about the book is something where you can get it, you can, you know, take the dust cover off and read it, you know, in a in a newspaper. You could it's something you can do in a private way on your own time. Um, do it at home. Um, there's a, there'll be an audio book coming out as well. Um, and you can do it in a way that's efficient for you to help you get started on that path. Um, uh, you know, JeffMoody.com is my website. We have a lot of um, uh, resources there. You can sign up for an email list. Um, sign up for our YouTube live streams like this. This is awesome. Um, and just my my point always is, I just want people to get help, get the services that they need from wherever. I, if that's with me, great. If that's with you, very great. I mean, I I want people to reach out and get the services they have. And I think that's one of the problems with physicians is. I think if they're perceived as less than Superman or superwoman that you like, that they need help, that they will, people won't come to see them as a physician. Um, and I'm like, you know what, take the cape off, you know, let's, let's not say that you're Superman. Everybody needs help. And then just avail yourself of the services that are, that are out there from anyone. Yeah. And if that's me, great. If that's somebody else, great. Um, yeah. And I just, I, I want I'm trying to like, with all of this, with these conversations here, I want to normalize the discussion around burnout and suicide and that people acknowledge that it can happen. If it's happening to them, let's get help. Let's get you help. Yeah.
0: Look, I think it's a must read for every entrepreneur to have on their shelf, um, whether it's not just for awareness for yourself to understand the signs and understand what's popping up. Because as I said, like me and like many, I know there was just no awareness there for what it was. It wasn't like it was avoidance. There just wasn't the awareness, but equally yeah. too to notice when maybe you've got employees or, or loved ones around you that are potentially going through this process and to have the tools to help them out as well. So Dr. Moody, so grateful to have you on the show today. Um, we'll put a link to your book and to your site below for those of you who'd like to get a copy of that. If you haven't yet got a copy of my book, uh, the path, to freedom, the nine steps to build a highly Profitable business that works without you. Um, make sure you do that. Honestly, like this is 18 years of my business life and, everything that i put in here has afforded me to afford me the position where I live in Bali. Now I surf every day, go to the gym. I don't get up to appointments in the morning. I don't have to work. My business runs without me. And uh, I want that for you guys as well, because I believe that entrepreneurs have the ability to make the biggest impact in the world, far more than politicians and the governments. And, you know, until you can build a business that's profitable and that can work with or without you, um, you're doing yourself and those around you massive disjustice. So, uh, Dr. Moody, great for having you on the show today. Thank you so much for yeah. your time. Thank you all for your questions and comments and uh, the love and look forward to seeing you guys again on the next show real soon. Bye for now. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Game Changers podcast. Uh, there's a couple of things I'd love you to do to help us and help yourself to spread the message further. Uh, make sure that you like The Game Changers on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, please subscribe by clicking the link below to ensure that you keep up to date with the weekly episodes we uh, share here at The Game Changers podcast with amazing entrepreneurs and business owners around the world. And of course, like if you're in a position where you may be overwhelmed with business or looking for a way to grow faster more effectively, and you realize that the key to success is being surrounded by amazing people who have been there and done that before, I'd like to invite you to apply to have a game plan session one-on-one with one of my team here at The Game Changers. There's no cost if you get through. Uh, all that we ask is that you are doing a minimum of $250,000 per year to really be able to utilize the strategies and tactics and the mindset shifts that we share with you, uh, that you're coachable, that you're a decent person, and you're you know, you're know willing to take on board some advice. If not, that's totally cool. Uh, but I know for me, I wouldn't be where I'm right now without the support of so many mentors and coaches and resources along the way. And I'd like to pay that forward and give back to you the opportunity to work with uh, us one-on-one for free to put together a customized game plan and the reason we're doing this is a couple of things number one is that sometimes it's just the smallest thing that can make the biggest difference and uh, I think that entrepreneurs and business owners have the opportunity to change the world and if we can maybe help you to, to make the smallest shift to change your life and your world, uh, you're changing ours in return. The second thing is that we are always looking for amazing clients to work with and to welcome into and invite into the Game Changers community. And so if at the end of the call, you do feel that there's a huge amount of value there, uh, that we fit feel that there's a great values fit there. We can have a conversation about working together, but uh, this game plan call, there's absolutely no obligations to work with whatsoever. Allow us to help you with uh, the years and years and years of, of, of knowledge that we have in growing and scaling great companies. and uh, I think that uh, business owners are the future of the world. If there's a way that we can help you to create a better business, more profit, more fulfillment, more fun, I would love the opportunity to do that now. So click the link below, book your game plan session, make sure you follow us on social and stay up to date with the latest episodes of the Game Changers podcast. My name's Barry William McGuddy. Thank you so much for your support and look forward to seeing the next one. now.